The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Ah, Geek Show Podcast. Welcome to a brand new episode. Oh, we're finishing out the month of October with... Uh this is a good episode. This, of course, uh, our returning champions, uh, Kari, Caitlin, and Kat, are here to join us. Uh, Jay and Shannon join me for Broken News. And if you stay till the end, you'll hear Jimmy Martin interviewing Melissa McCartney and Richard E. Grant, whom Jimmy loves because of Hudson Hawk. <laughs> it's a thing. Anyway, yeah, stay till the end for, uh, for that as well. All right, it's a, it's a fine episode. It's called Working Out with Squee. It's the name of the episode, and you'll be painfully aware why once you get into it. All right, so I want to thank our sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week, hold services free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. I will see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's. Also, Cabin Fever, serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years. They want to take a sec to thank you for your continued support. Located in the Trolley Square at the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a geek store here in Salt Lake City. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe. Chef Daniel has started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. He needs to get his beer and wine license, that sort of thing. So if you go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons, S-U-N-S, Twin Sons Cafe, it will pop up. So go and help them out. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, they are moving to a new location soon, liquidating much of their inventory, and you can save big. Visit them today and mention the radio show I work on, Radio From Hell, to get up to 50% off. Ask store for details. They are at 293 South State Street in Clearfield currently. Haster Games, want to thank them. They carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products. They will also buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, too. They are at 6831 South State, open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Also, Quarters Arcade Bar at number 5 East 400 South in downtown Salt Lake City at the old Manhattan Club location. Great place. Retro Arcade, 21 and older, full bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console games, board games, and you can hold your events there. They got Killer Queen there. Find them on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to their website for a calendar of upcoming events, quartersslc.com. There's two S's in there. Also, the Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall. Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. All right. We'll have a message or two, and then we'll get to this episode working out with Squee. Please to enjoy. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing 
world its food is. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room. Make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. And we're back in the basement. That's great to be here. Sorry. It's pie tasters I like. I like this song. You like it? <laughs> I do. It's a good yeah. song. It's catchy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, welcoming uh, back our, uh, of course, our, uh, our two of our regulars are here. Mm-hmm. We're down three of our regulars, Tony, Jay, and Jimmy. And they, they like blew off um, into the three winds. Yeah. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe Jay and Jimmy will show up for broken news in a few moments. You'll just have to wait. Yeah, you just never know it's going to show up. Yeah. yeah, everybody's, the basement's really busy. People coming in and out of here all the oh, time. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes we had Stan Lee. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Turns out, well, Stan. But, uh, Stan in the basement. We got, uh, <laughs> I just like what oh. you've done with the place. God damn it. There's you so many things to trip on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd better be careful down here. And I leave my wallet. <laughs> There's too many stands in the basement, as they say. Stan, oh my God. Did you, Stan, did you notice the, the red over here? This color on the wall? Yeah. You know what that's called? Excelsior Red. Excelsior Red. <laughs> oh, that, and I'm pissed because I didn't get a dime out of it. <laughs> that reminds me that the cleaning staff is stealing my blood. <laughs> <laughs> putting it into pens. Sorry, man. It's time I come clean. I killed Shatner's wife. Oh, God, God damn it. No. Here's the thing. This episode is to be out on the 29th of October. And uh, oh, God, what if he goes before that? <laughs> oh, oh my God. You can't release oh. it. You have it? to put it in the vault. Should I make oh. another one of my famous predictions? Go ahead. God. Stanley dead by October 29th. Oh, my God. That's my birthday. Well, <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday from oh. Stanley. <laughs> I'm so dizzy. Somebody must be having a signing somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're off the to a cl- roll already. The cleaning staff is no. stealing my blood. I'm, that's pretty awesome. Shannon. What other episodes do you think are in like the Geek Show vault that can never come out? Like, do you oh, think there's we, like an episode? The, the, the first two years, yeah. <laughs> All we were as, as, but go as check them out on Geek Show. As, oh. was, as was pointed out at our at our fifty West thing, we we were uh, what, I think unintentionally sexist a lot. A little problematic. I don't know. Yeah. I definitely didn't go on your forum and troll you about it every day. No, it's fine. And I may not <laughs> have noticed. Shut it down. Yeah. We, well, we, I mean, we have the archive now. We have yeah. Uh, yeah. it's geekshowpodcastarchive.com, and you can go and, and hear how awful and sexist it's we were. It's great though because we'd, yeah. get fired, we'd get fired by Disney. That's we for would. sure. But you, have I changed. would for fucking sure. You've well, changed. You have evolved into better men now. Well, the trick, the trick, and it's an interesting trick. The trick to uh, having a problematic behavior or a problematic outlook on life is to not be an asshole when you're presented with it. Yeah. And yeah. go, oh, maybe you're right. And not be like, fuck you, I am not. You have to actually Snowflake. look at it. Snowflake. Yeah. yeah. You have to actually look at it and go, okay, you, you might have a point. 
and then maybe, you know, and, and don't have them try to explain it to you. Maybe do some research on your own because mm-hmm. I know one thing that feminists are trying to doing is explaining feminism to people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think about, I, Caitlin put it very well. I, I think I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of my boys yeah. for, uh, for evolving so much. And, and Lee's, I'm proud of your boys too. Lee's, <laughs> Lee's had a lot to do with that, I think. He's been kind of the the leesus on that one. That's the father Mulcahy of the show. Yeah, us <laughs> oh, being Lee George Cade. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Hello. It's an honor to be your friend. <laughs> Friends, please don't say. Are it you the Mister Rogers of this epi- of, of this po- podcast? Is that what's going on here? He's no. the everything. I'm I, I'm the alpha. He's the father, the, the son, yeah. the, holy the, holy the holy hoax, <laughs> the holy hoax, the holy hoax. Yeah. Uh, I was saying that last episode, and it's it's becoming true. More and more every day, I realize that I'm living my best life. So, thank Yay. you. Thank you, Special K Serial. Thank you so much. <laughs> the K is for Cade. Killing it. It's fantastic. Cade so. is killing it. I, I've got a couple things going on. Uh, just just relaunched my uh, morbid little uh, fairy tale comic book. Uh, it's uh, Grimley's Morbid Tales for Excitable Children. Uh, getting through the story arc where... Um, that some little kids get murdered in a forest and then come back to haunt the murderer. Mm. So uh, it's a fun little story. I love that. Right now I'm drawing Bucharest, Romania, circa 1890. Uh, there's not a lot of source material, so uh, hmm. that'll that'll be fun. But you can find that on Tapas or just you know look up Grimley's. On what? Tapas. It's a. How do you spell that? T a p a s. Like you dot know. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> Tapas dot com. So it's great stuff. <laughs> what uh, accent is that? I don't know. Tapas.com. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely not. Jim Gordon. <coughs> um, and then, uh, you know, I work at this cool game store called Shiv Games in Murray. And uh, if you want to learn how to play uh, games, don't come when I'm there because I don't know how to play them. But I'll show you how to, I'll show you how to play, paint the miniatures. Yeah. That's awesome stuff. Pretty. So I know how to play games, too. All right. Uh, on. Shannon Barnes. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi, Shannon. Growing out my beard. That's what I'm, I'm proud of you. You're like a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Put a lot of product in it. It actually like looks four, way nice. Four different things. Four different products? Uh-huh. Jojoba oil? <clears throat> yeah. Well, oh, I, I, I got I got specific wash for it. Uh-huh. Okay. I got a oil that I put on right after the sh- the shower. It looks. Okay. And then I let it dry for a little, and I put another oil. And then when I f- want to look really pretty, I put like a wax in it. Yeah, it looks like a prime merkin. That one. Good. That's what I was going <laughs> yeah, for. Well brushed merkin. Everything yeah. goes the same way. And I actually bought one of those switchblade combs, and I combed my beard with it. <laughs> That's how fucking cool I am. I think I saw your beard on an episode of Westworld. Would you uh, Would you Facebook Live that someday? Yes, please, please you do. You know, your beard regimen. Yeah. You know. I'm going to grow... Well, I'm, gonna, I'm really working on growing it out. I'm not going to go t- total beard out. Yeah. You're not going to go Tony Eccles. Yeah, I was about to say. No, but like, I'm going to go get it like shaped eventually. <clears throat> oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, I want to feel pretty. I um, remember when you could hide pickled eggs in that thing, though. That's what I miss the most, is <laughs> eating pickled eggs out of your beard. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I grew it out once really long, remember? It was ugly as fuck. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not gonna do that. But All anyway, right. come check out my beard at Lucky Thirteen, <laughs> eight o'clock when I do my goddamn pub quiz. Fucking change your life. <laughs> she appreciates a good sculpted merkin. <laughs> <laughs> returning champion. Remember when I reviewed merkins on here? <laughs> yeah. Our returning champion. Uh, 
Kari is here. That's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I just want you to know. I'm like a I'm like a geek show archivist. <laughs> like I'm in like the Smithsonian by myself and they're like, What are you working on? I'm like, Geek Show <laughs> And I'm like bright red eyes and it's horrifying. Um yeah, no, you can follow me. I, I like to stream video games on the internet's uh twitchtv.com slash peachykari. That's P E A C H Y. Your backdrop collapsed on you while you were streaming. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? So one what? time I had a backdrop because me and my boyfriend's computers used to be back to back. So I had a little like IKEA like divider between us. And I did something good and I like pushed back on my desk and I was like, Yes! And threw my hands up in the air and then the backdrop fell on top of my boyfriend. And in the background he's like, What are you doing? He's like, What's happening? The sky's falling. It was yeah. Beautiful. So those kind of antics you can see. I almost lit my desk on fire last time, so that was fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know the production value is very high. We're looking at at least a B rated stream here. Sounds like that knife show. Yeah. Oh yeah. They always uh, cut themselves. Also, I'll, I'll, I'll. My, my favorite stream you did though, was when you were, uh, when you were demoing, uh, the, one of those food delivery things. And, oh, and I got you were, really and you were drunk. drunk. <laughs> so she's wandering around with her phone. Like, you know, she's like, and she walks away. I'm like, as a chef. Tell me, get back in the kitchen. Yeah, well, because <laughs> Do I... Do not ha- leave food on flame. Yeah, my hat, my, I have, I would, because I'm Hawaiian and patently impatient. That's a weird Hawaiian stereotype. Um, and I would turn the <laughs> oven on high and, and like you could it see Lee. Faster, yeah, right? well, Lee yeah. and Rachel both were trying at the same time to help me cook. Stop, turn it down to medium high. Yeah, they were like, what are you doing? Ah, we don't even cook chicken and we're trying to help you. So, yeah, that was my life. That's what I do on stream, so don't follow that. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. I, to a point where I was like, you can't fake this. Lee has, um, actually, he has resting board face, so <laughs> in order to impress him, that's like the highest compliment. <laughs> I do have resting board face. It's hard to get hurt when you look bored. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. Hmm. Oh, she's hurt and bored. <laughs> Uh, another returning champion, Caitlin Booth, is here. Hello, and and she's she's editor taking taking over. I'm taking cool. over. Yes, I am the editor in chief of Bleeding Cool as of about a week ago. <laughs> how's so that time going? of recording? Yeah, how's the how's it going? How's business? Uh, business is okay. We're doing all right. Uh, we I have a whole bunch of really exciting changes and everything coming up that I'm hoping to implement. If you've ever thought about writing for a website and actually getting paid for it, we're looking for contributors. Mm. I would love to put your stuff on the internet, Lee. I can write. He has a lot of opinions. <laughs> I know he does. Um, and um, I'm crusty. <laughs> we actually would love more tabletop coverage. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, so shoot me a DM over on Twitter at Katie's Movies, and I can hook you up with uh, the people who are helping me put that stuff together. All right. And Cat is here too. Yes, I am. Help me with your last name. Umano. Umano. I'm sure in Italy it's Umano, but we're not there, yeah. are we? <laughs> not me, Mano. Not I, Mano. Because that was my instinct is to say Umano. But I mean, oh, I don't know. It's you your name, you so, you, so say it how <laughs> um, Yeah, my name's Kat Umano. Uh, you can find me at Kat Umano. I know I have a really original, creative Twitter, Instagram name. Um, go follow me there. Also, I co-host the SLC Sit Down podcast with Kiki Furia, Yay. so you can listen to us there. And then I also promised Jay I would do a little plug for him, too. Can you do it in Jay's voice? No. no. Is that racist? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's usually my answer. I'm backing down now. He doesn't yes. like when I do that. Anyway. I'll, uh, I'll do it. <laughs> Tell you what. I'll do it in Jay's voice. Oh, you ready? Thank you, Carrie. Oh, boy. Come and see my stuff <laughs> when I do things. Carrie. Come, come fucks with me. I got, come fucks with me. <laughs> I got tricked so hard. I was like, literally, I was like, I'm cool, dating Jay's a pirate. Voice. Isn't it? Is that... 
that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that close. was great. Yeah. That was yeah. great. Right, dead on. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so he's on tour with Drybar right now. Um, he is in Sacramento at the moment. And then on the 22nd, he's going to be in. No. Is it Spokane is or Spokane? Spokane. Spokane. I say Spokane. But well, you're not right. I know. <laughs> so on the 22nd, he'll be at um, Spokane slash Spokane Comedy Club. <laughs> on the 23rd, he'll be at Comedy Works in Denver. On the 24th, he'll be at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. Then on November 1st, he'll be in Birmingham at Stardome Comedy Club. Uh, then in Huntsville at Stand Up Live on November 2nd. And then Zanies in Nashville, Tennessee on November 3rd. Go see him. You can oh. get tickets on um, drybarcomedy.com. Chances are if you if you go, you'll see him before we will. Yeah. Yeah. So. Amen. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh. This just oh. in. This just in from yes. the uh, news desk. Oh, our host, Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. So the truth to the Spokane, uh, Spokane yes. controversy. It's spelled Kane. But it's spelled Kane. Uh, a lot of locals call it Spokane. Uh, but I, as I learned from doing radio in Oregon, is that no matter what you think, you're pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. Really? So there's a community uh, in the gorge called The Dolls, but it's spelled D-A-L-L-E-S. So everybody's like, oh, Dallies. Dallies. The, yeah, the, or the, the, the Dalles. Dallas. It's, it's The Dolls. Dolls. Um, there's Tooele Valley of the yeah. We do that here, it's, too. It's like Tooele, Hurricane. You Hurricane. know, all those things. But, That's the uh, stupidest one. <laughs> there's a, a great season of Veep where everybody keeps calling Nevada, Nevada. Yeah. And they're like, oh, first thing, if you're going to Nevada, you need to call it Nevada, you idiots. It so, is Nevada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or as uh, when I was auditioning a co-host for my radio show, and he was from uh, he was from Missouri, and he kept calling it Oregon, and we're like, no, mm-hmm. it's not Oregon. It's Oregon. 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 I was told yeah. in my voice and speech class in college that it's Florida. Florida. Uh, Florida. Florida. It's Florida. That sounds Flo- yes. <laughs> sounds no. like my aunt. You're channeling my I know. aunt from Jersey. That's well, yeah. I'm from Massachusetts, and that's how everyone. And I was like, Mom, yeah, fucking Florida. Yeah. And then I get to <laughs> speech class, and they're like, Florida. I'm like, no, fuck. <laughs> but, Damn it. But graded on as this. as a as an anthropology major in college, I can tell you that it's whatever the predominant linguistic uh, norm in your region is. Yeah, it's called yeah. A colloquialism. Well, well yeah. this is for like an uh, an American standard dialect for acting. Yeah, a so voice. you know, from what I know about Florida, they're probably not saying it like that. Florida, <laughs> Florida, Florida, Florida. That just sounds like. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, a couple of things, and then you're doing we'll, good, Carrie. Then we'll break for news. Um, Proud of you. We're sorry. The, <laughs> We're the, sorry. The, the, the poor Flash movie. Oh, the oh, Flash! Oh yeah. gosh, the poor Flash movie. That Ezra Miller can't get a break. Except well, for that, you know, huge deal he's got on the Fantastic Beast series. Yeah, and Is it's because it's because of that. Yeah, because uh, that's a proven winner. Uh, they're saying with Johnny Stink faced up. Yeah, they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Keep making those. We'll hold off on the Flash. Mm. That was much nicer than I would have said about yeah. Johnny Depp Be- for the record. Johnny Woman Beater Depp. Because well, they, that means stink face. Yeah. <laughs> because they honestly, I think they honestly don't know what to do with the Flash. Yeah, it's like they don't if have only they seventy had years s- worth of stories to draw from. What a great TV show! Yeah, I don't know. I've said it before. I'll say it again. DC, stick to TV. That seems to be the only thing you know how to do. Yeah, <laughs> they're so- they fuck up shit so bad. And the Flash is one of the most powerful superheroes in the entire DC universe. And mm-hmm. like, why? How can you guys not? Oh God, my face it hurts. Just, but mm-hmm. keep doing Wonder Woman though for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. As I sit here in my little Wonder Woman chair, I'm like, and Shazam looks please. like it's going to be a kick. Yeah. In the ass, yeah. So. I predict that Shazam's going to be a hit. Yeah. I really do. I, I hope mean, it's the, good the, for kids. I, I mean, the kids first love like it. authentically DC movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aquaman. I don't know if it's going to work or not because I'm not a, a Jason Momoa fan at all. I think oh, that's he has, not out yet. 
I think he has zero zero screen presence. <laughs> I'd tap it. But uh, it looks yeah, he's very pretty to look at. I don't think he has any screen presence think, at all. I think he could bench press me. Probably. Because he uh, looks like but, one of my best friends, I have no sexual attraction to him at all. <laughs> well, they 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 tried in Justice looks, League. It, I mean, I mean, just I mean, if nothing else, Aquaman looks different aesthetically, which I appreciate. If nothing else, they I just released pictures the other day. James Wan did of Willem Dafoe's character riding an armored shark. And yeah, I'm so cheer for that. <laughs> what? Well, but you're getting the orange and green costume yes, in, in the Aquaman movie. I'm so. getting what I want. I feel like it's going to be like Fast and the Furious just because I'm based off of his character in Justice League. I was like, okay, so you're like Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious. I got it. Okay. You're like Ocean Vin Diesel. Okay. Ocean like, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Aquaman, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that's out. exactly what it is. <laughs> it's all about family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would not surprise me. Yeah. And he like rides sharks real fast, yeah. you know? Oh, that's the only way to ride a shark. Yeah, it's true. Fast. Real fast. You ride them slow, they're going to eat you. <laughs> you know, I've not seen any sharks. of the Sharks. I fucking I've, love sharks. I haven't, seen, shark. I, I haven't seen the Fast and the Furious movie. Movies completely, I should yeah. say. Yeah, because yeah. I was I was at a Chinese restaurant out in West Valley, and they had one on. Yeah. in the restaurant See, as we're serious. as we're eating. Yeah, which one? I, I don't even know. Does if it's it open matter? Anymore. That's a good question. <laughs> I matter? just want to know if the one it's one of the ones that has Gal Gadot in it because it had cars. Mm. It, there were they cars, yeah. and and I've heard one line from it because someone asked me what does that mean, and it's Vin Diesel saying, "What is this guy sandwich crazy?" <laughs> And it was out of context. Uh, what? That context. Seems like, I don't like anti-Semitic. Like, what is that? I don't understand, I don't understand it either. What the hell is that about? It's just Lee a, left. Would you like to explain what it is to this the rest guy? of the class? Sandwich crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. no yeah. one, fucking sandwich crazy. Exactly. <laughs> no one has been able to explain it to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if Lee is just delighted by like the sheer ridiculousness. What are you, sandwich crazy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I oh tell you, that the motherfucker just went sa- straight up sandwich crazy. Is that oh like my going God. postal? I was at the store and there's a guy just standing there shaking all fucking sandwich crazy. Yeah, I love it. I, I don't know. I don't know what thing. it is. We're gonna yeah. make it a Maybe fucking we thing. Take it back. Yeah, is what we'll, we'll, we're yeah. Fix it. we'll fix it. We're gonna we're gonna reclaim that. I don't think Vin <laughs> even knew what he had going on there. The nerds are gonna find a backstory for that fucking sandwich. Okay. We will. It was deviled eggs. All right. <laughs> so before we take a break for uh, what, we're broke, taking a break for you broken sandwich news. Crazy? I know, right? <laughs> for oh broken God. For, <laughs> take a break here. We got broken news coming up, and then and then we'll be back. Yeah. Um, this, I don't know. You like Star Wars, Lee, but I don't know if this is something that you would be interested in. Try okay. me. You ever wondered what Han Solo's nose was experiencing when he said, what an incredible smell you've discovered? No. No. Or I thought they smelled bad on the outside? No. Oh, God. Well, now you can. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Well, this, this is just sandwich. Uh, I, I the can. old bantha guts. <laughs> so, Caitlin, the, uh, the article I would like to write for you <laughs> is the shit no one else wants to review. To send it to me. Here it is. So the Scratch and Sniff Star Wars book. Oh, God. No, this is Scented Candles. (laughs) What? Tauntaun guts? This is not real. You are trolling us right now, Mr. Carrie Jackson. That is not nice. Sandwich crazy. (laughs) Christmas is coming. (laughs) You can can pre-order them now on Geek Store or Merchoid. But here's the list of the scented candles. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Capitalism has gone too far. If if Moof Milker isn't on there, (laughs) I'm done. Wookie. Okay. So it smells like Paul. <laughs> ba- Bantha milk. Uh, oh. mm. yeah. Fermented? Just says Bantha milk. Mm. Trash, trash compactor. Why, 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 why? Why do they make all the stinky sense? <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when you're actually like on Bespin, which I hear smells like French vanilla. <laughs> do Endor. It could be like Alderaan on a yeah, hot really, day. Like yeah. You could, you could yeah. market this in a way that makes sense with yeah. like yeah. normal smells. Yeah. 
X-wing cockpit. Ew. So like an airplane, like a jockstrap. Nothing appealing Lando's about the ball word. sack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cantina. So like, like a dive bar. So bar. So like you, dry, bar you, yeah. you light it, and it smells like birds. Lightsaber duel. So something burning. Yeah, burning. like ozone. Yeah, it would smell like ozone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Han Solo carbonite. Owen, so how about yeah, this cold? is fucking stupid. How about Owen Family Cookout? <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> we need that one. I'll buy that one. Yeah. It's the regret of burnt aunt and uncle. Oh, God. Millennium Falcon. Mille- oh, because I can get the rights to millennial. I imagine that smells like an old haunted house or something. Uh, yeah. In, yeah. Inside of a tauntaun. Macaroni and cheese. I thought that was macaroni and cheese as a child. <laughs> I am a hundred. Every time you would, every time you'd open the tauntaun, I was like, "That looks delicious." Right. I was a weird kid. Um, <laughs> Yoda's cooking pot. That's full of snakes. <laughs> so like stew. Um, so it smell so like dumb. stew. It does smell like stew. Yeah. Uh, rank- yeah, I'm gonna light up a candle. It makes my house smell more like weird, stew. I have a really want. I really want to smell like dog and fucking stew in here. I have a really good friend named Stew, and he always smells delightful. Um. Rancor. Well, that's an adjective. Oh, okay. Jabba's Palace. No. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> it smells like fucking... Like it's not, at least it's not Jabba's Folds. Yeah. Smegma. Mm. <laughs> Ewok. No. Oh, that's going to just ruin your house. Yeah. Like and, it ruined that movie. They and, chew on everything. And Death Star Destroyed. So like a bunch of lives suddenly ending? Oh. Stupid. I yeah. hate it. Uh, so there you go. Why? Uh, Why? Kids, I, I'm, a, I'm sorry to that I have to announce this, but we are canceling fandom. We don't deserve it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it's, right. it's, 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 it's so simple. So you have Vader Vanilla. You have Tuscan, uh, uh, Tuscan Sandalwood. And Star Wars fans Tuscan would buy yeah. that. Yeah. Tus- but yeah. Mark it up double the normal price of a regular vanilla candy- candle, and a bunch of Star Wars fans well, would fucking buy that. Just like, cool. have one like, called Lando, and it just smells good. It yeah. smells like yeah. cologne, like <laughs> right. cheap axe spray. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You have one called Guess What Yoda Butt, and it just smells like farts. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Yoda butt. Guess what? What? Yoda, Yoda Butt! butt. <laughs> this is when he's rummaging through Luke's backpack. And like, <coughs> he's, he's, he's cute, this cute little butt. Yeah, his little butt. He's like, oh, God. Oh, little butt. And he gets out, he's like, his little butt. I don't your camera for like this. <laughs> Does Yoda leave a smell when he vanishes, when he fades? Ooh. He dies? Sulfur. Sulfur. <laughs> He's going just, to hell and becoming a demon. Just, we need to a, salt the hot. It's, it's actually the smell of hand sweat and latex. Oh, the same, it's the same smell that Stan's going to make. Stanley's going to make when he dies. <laughs> when he slowly disappears, his blanket. Just I will I'll just disappear like a Jedi. <laughs> And his blanket just gently settles down onto his blood. Oh, <laughs> and he's gone. The glasses are left. <laughs> That's he good. makes the same sound he does when he uh, ejaculates. Oh. <laughs> and then just like um, dust comes out. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's an air compressor filled with sand. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sound. God, God, how did we oh, get yes. here? I, mean, that feels oh. great. I blame Carrie. He's it's, the one who brought up these I, fucking candles I, that are not real. I still don't believe that they're real. You can order them. No, I don't believe you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just you can order them. You're fucking lying. Somebody to needs to. Well, you need to order them for Lee and let it's, him review them. No, oh, yeah. oh, these candles smell so good. Carrie's yeah. just making up news now, you guys. Yeah, you are fake news, Carrie Jackson. Fake news. Fake news. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive, fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room. Make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. Black Velvet Boutique is moving to a new location soon, so they're liquidating a lot of their inventory, and you can save big. Visit them today and mention Radio From Hell to get up to 50% off. Be sure to ask the store for details. Locally owned and operated, Black Velvet Boutique in Clearfield is a great sexual wellness resource. They're experienced, knowledgeable, and engaging. When it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. And being confident in the bedroom is sexy. And knowledge helps you get to your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need or leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. They are currently at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. But again, they're moving to a new location soon and liquidating a lot of their inventory. So go visit them today. Mention Radio From Hell to get up to 50% off. Ask the store for details. They're open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Black Velvet Boutique. It's Cabin Fever. Hey, during the month of November, why not grab a thank you card if you're going to a family or friends for Thanksgiving dinner? November's also a great month to send someone a quick surprise note to say thank you for their support, love, and kindness. Located in the heart of Charlie Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Let's all pitch in and make it a thank you month. Thank you for being a fellow geek. Thank you for all the laughs. Cabin Fever has an array of ways to say thank you during this month, from hilarious blank cards, sincere and heartfelt thank yous, to Thanksgiving-specific cards meant to thank the person who makes all that great holiday food. By the way, Cabin Fever thanks you, fellow meeks, geeks, and freaks. You make their days pleasant, and you're just so gosh darn likable. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Make sure you tell them Geek Show says, hey, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a Thanksgiving card store. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Quarters, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. 
Broken news. Welcome to it. Oh yeah. shit. We will uh, we will be back with the uh, rest of this episode in just a moment. The episode is called Working Out with Squee. What? Um, get back to uh, I like beer. The ladies who have joined us as well. It was a good time. Sad you missed it, Jay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was man. a real good time. I'm, I mean, you can't have a good time. Did you talk to her? I mean, yeah, she was she was happy. She seemed, oh good. Yeah, like I, I good. Mean, yeah, she had a good time. I heard it. I listened to the episode on the plane. It was cool. <laughs> I was laughing. Uh, all right, uh, broken news. Uh, a few things happened today or this week. Um, the best news, personally, and maybe for a lot of y'all, but personally, this was. I was thrilled to hear this. Uh, and, and maybe this is, again, they're, they're going to force me to keep that CBS app functioning all the time. Bastards. Because they got the, the Discovery, which is coming back in January, mm-hmm. which is just great. I got and, it. And they got so the, many shows. And they got the Captain Picard show coming. Ah. That's going to be on the app. I'm excited for that. But now they've done this. What they do. Because this is two of my favorite things. Uh, you know, uh, animated comedy in Star Trek. What? You didn't hear about this? Uh-uh. Okay. They have handed a two-season straight-to-series order called Star Trek Lower Deck. Okay. A half-hour animated comedy from Mike McMahon from Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, franchise captain Alex Kurtzman. The episode count and premiere date have not been determined, but they're saying two seasons, whatever that means. Lower Deck will focus on the support crew serving on one of Starfleet's least important ships, Okay. So this guy from Rick and Morty, this McMahon, he is a lifelong Trekkie. He started the Twitter account that you've seen that's uh, episode plots for the fake season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. The season that He's the guy who wrote, writes those. That led to an offer from Simon & Schuster for a, to pen a reader's guide to that fictitious uh, eighth season. He got that book. Uh, then there was, uh, it was called Generation Warped. An engaging guide to the never aired eighth season. Yeah, uh, he recently served as a head writer on Rick and Morty. Lower Deck is his second animated series pickup this year. He also co-created Solar Opposites with uh, Rick and Morty uh, co-creator Justin Roiland. Okay, okay. Uh, that series landed a two season sixteen episode order. Uh, the, the guys at uh, CBS said uh, Mike won our hearts with his first sentence. I want to do a show about the people who put the yellow cartridge in the food replicator so a banana can come out on the other end. <laughs> His cat's name is Riker. He's oh, perfect okay, for this. All you know, right. uh, he's brilliantly funny and knows every inch of the tre- of every Trek episode, and that's his secret sauce. He writes with a pure, joyful heart of a true fan. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Sounds cool. Yes. I'm with it. Very excited. So. Well, see, I, I always think that, the, that these shows need that type of balance you know like when we got what was it uh damage control or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and because it's just like you want to see what goes into it I, I always think that they should do like a star wars like like a guard unit for stormtroopers like the reserves i know there's something fictional like that out there well they they tried to do uh, uh sean uh, no uh, um seth green had it all put together with lucasfilm yeah. to do a series an animated series set in the star wars universe that would that was funny that mm. made, yeah. made fun of stuff and they came this close, and somebody at Lucasfilm shot it down. Said no. Didn't like it. 
Too and, many minorities and too or, much diversity. Or something. But, uh, yeah, I think that you need stuff like this. And, you do. Uh, I, I think you do because I think people just miss laughing. Yeah. I mean, we, it, it's like the philosophy of this podcast from the beginning has been, you know, we we can at the same time want to be Luke Skywalker, but at the same time we can make fun of him for being a whiny little dick. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so. 30 years on a fucking island and didn't read a fucking self-help book, motherfucker? <laughs> Sitting there just whining about shit. Uh, the other stuff that we got, and this just this just dropped like last night. Um, Avengers four has cast Catherine Langford to be in it. Who's that? She's from Thirteen Reasons Why. Okay, I don't know what that is. She's just a young, you know, white girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody knows what part she's playing. Is she calling the police on on folks from Wakanda? Is that that seems to be the role of young white girls? They're having a cookout. They've got all this vibranium. They look like they look like they're up to something. And my guess is is that she's just going to maybe probably be in a scene at the end or something like that because they they've wrapped up the post so much and and now they've just announced this. Oh, by the way, this. Huh. Huh. So what it means, I don't know. Catherine Langford. Uh, She's. She's pretty. And yeah. from what I can tell, she's a pretty good actress. I've heard people talk about this 13 Reasons Why show, and, <sighs> and people How like it. She's uh, She played the high school student who left behind a series of tapes after her suicide. Okay. Uh, she appeared on the show through season two, but will not return for the third season. She is also booked to be in Netflix's Cursed from Frank Miller. And Tom Wheeler, the series is a new take on The Legend of King Arthur that centers on... Uh, Wish Lee was here. Nimui, described as a teenage heroine with a mysterious gift who is destined to become the powerful and tragic Lady of the Lake. So, okay. She's, she's got acting chops, but what she's doing in Avengers 4, nobody knows. No one knows. I'm curious as to what she's going to play. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like it, there's a lot of speculation out there, and I, yeah. I, I'm not going to play that game. But well, there's uh, all, yeah. well, it just depends on what they do with the whole damn universe. Exactly. Yeah. Where it winds up. I'm hearing Frank Grillo is going on talk shows, podcasts. Oh, yeah, t- Mr. Tombstone himself? Uh, uh, Crossbones. Crossbones. Yeah, Crossbones, whatever. And, and he's out and out said, I can, I can talk all I want because I'm... I'm dead. I'm dead and my contract's yeah. up, and, but they did call me back for some reshoots. Crossbones. Ah. So that's leading people to think time travel is involved, and of course we can do that. Right. Yeah. Because we have the time stone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything's possible. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So, it's like they're per- they're primed for this whole X Men shit. Yeah, it's 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 the perfect c- scenario. Yeah. just like, and I called it. I did call this shit. I just want everybody to know. Go back and listen to the episodes. I called this shit. Geek Show Podcast Archive. There you go. Dot com. I don't know which episode I did. I was drinking, but like I fucking <laughs> called. I knew 2019, 2020, some shit would happen. Watch twenty twenty. We're going. We, Gene Gray going to show up, and Wolverine going to be like mad about it because he don't like Gene Gray going to leave her for like Star Lord or some shit. Man, I wonder who the new Wolverine's going to be. Huh? That's, that's the question. I don't know. Um, it's going to be uh, what's that little motherfucker that play uh, Rorschach? <laughs> no, nah, man. You think? Hey, why not? He's he's got the height for it. 
Well, I was going to say. Wolverine's a, he's supposed to be a small dude. Do you think they'll cast him as a small dude, the new one? I wouldn't mind. Because, I mean, and we're talking about this because you know they're going to bring back Wolverine. If if oh, Marvel God. Studios has the X-Men, they're going to do Wolverine. Yeah, fucking, you know? and you know Hugh Jackman's like, God damn it, i got to eat chicken breast again for 50 years. I'll tell you who it won't be. Hmm. Danzig. Won't be Danzig. His puffy ass was in town last night. Oh, really? Yeah. And? <laughs> Not good? I don't no. think he's working out as much anymore. No, no, I saw stop. a picture of him. He's in Graywell uh-huh. Records today. Stop. He stopped caring, huh? Oh. He just went, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. Sometimes right. you got to just be like, fuck it. Uh, some other casting that we got what was we got? F- for this Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, they have cast a young Bruce Wayne. And uh, also Alfred the Butler. So they got uh, Dante Pierre Olsen as young Bruce Wayne and Douglas Hodge as okay. as Alfred. Yeah. Now, uh, this kid has worked with uh, Joaquin Phoenix before. He played a young version of Phoenix's character Joe in You Were Never Really Here. And Hodge recently appeared with Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Red Sparrow, and the Black Museum episode of Black Mirror. Well, if you yeah. want to find him, there okay. you go. But that's for the Joker movie. Uh, let's see. Other things that we found out this week is they pushed back the Wonder Woman movie seven months. Yeah, I heard that. It's mm. weird, right? And everyone was upset about it. And I'm like, well, no, they're putting it right in the middle of the summer. Yeah. They have confidence in this film. They're like, you know, why, why should we put it in November? Let's, yeah. let's put it in the summer. Let's make some money. So uh, it's moved from, uh, it'll now open June 5th, 2020, okay. which is the same time that it, the first one. Went. And I think that's another reason they did it. So work there. Let's do it there. So there you go. Uh, and the filmmakers are happy with it. You know, the people who made the movie, they're like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see. Oh, this sounds interesting. Ray Harryhausen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the stop motion. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. what were those movies? The, Clash you know, of the Titans. Um, he did that. Also way back, Sinbad. Jason. Jason and the Argonauts, Sinbad. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows the... The skeletons, you know, the gladiator skeletons yeah. that were fighting, whoever that was. The Ray and Diana Harryhausen Foundation has announced a new film, bringing together stop-motion animation with photo real world of CGI, and it's called Force of the Trojans. <laughs> I think you have to say it that way. Okay. Based on a screenplay uh, by Beverly Cross, the project will incorporate original production art and sculptures created by Ray Harryhausen before he died in 2013. Huh, that's kind of cool. So yeah, I love those movies when I was a kid. If you're a fan of that shit, that'll be fun. I'm fucking with that. Now, a lot of people sent me these tidbits of information. Uh oh. Back to the uh, Disney Marvel stuff. Uh, it's just from one guy, so I caution you that he does seem to have some reputation. But it's just one source, so keep that in mind. It's an entertainment reporter named uh, Eric Weber. Was at the Black Panther event in Los Angeles on the 25th. He allegedly spoke to Kevin Feige himself. Because, you know, again, this is just him saying these things, so grain of salt time. Uh, Feige told him uh, fans should expect a trailer for Avengers 4 by the end of the year, which, you know, we assumed, and it'll reveal the movie's title. And that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is currently on hold. So, that's it. He also asked him about uh, Namor, Submariner. Why? 
<laughs> Do you have any plans for him? Feige said that the character could make an appearance, but the studio hadn't decided whether it was something they wanted to do yet. Okay. So there was that. Then he also apparently ran into Kathleen Kennedy at the same party. Ask her about the Boba Fett movie. I heard about this. And he says that Kathleen Kennedy said to him that the Boba Fett movie is pretty much dead. Hmm. I say pretty much because, again, if you own a character like Boba Fett, you don't say we're never making a movie. Right. Yeah. But he's making it sound that way. So that's why I'm saying I wouldn't count, th- count on that. They're focusing on this TV series, The Mandalorian. Right. So there's those little tidbits. But again, one guy with a Twitter account. There you go. Finally, this. <laughs> we all know how much that can be. Yeah. How damaging that could be, one man with a Twitter account. One man, yes, exactly. <laughs> Finally this. Uh, back to Disney. What happens when the latest installment of your multi-billion dollar franchise grosses less than $200 million domestic? Mm-mm. Reboot. Disney is exploring the possibility of rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, yeah. So everyone went, oh, what the fuck? And I went, hang on. What? Listen. They've asked Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick to come up with an idea. We're talking Deadpool and Zombieland. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. So that's all we know. My right. guess is this is their way of slowly backing away from Johnny Depp. Although, isn't he really the most interesting part of those films? Right. Yeah. like I'm just saying. Yeah, But there you go. We gonna talk about the Simpsons at all here? Uh, what do we get with the Simpsons? I haven't seen this. Oh, I read that. What is it? Like uh, they may be cutting Apu from the series. Yeah. Well, they they've been right? in that heated I mean, controversy. It, yeah. Well, if you if you if you've been watching the the Simpsons lately, the past, I'll, I'll the, past the past two seasons, yeah. you you haven't. He just doesn't show up anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're just not writing anything for yeah. him at all. Apu is, is essentially gone now. Uh, so I guess them officially deciding to do it. And, and uh, the guy who does the voice, uh, Hank, Ar- uh, Hank, Hank Azaria, Hank Azaria. even he has said, I don't want to do the voice anymore. Cause yeah, because they he's did that movie. Some, I watched that movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched that too. That Hari uh, Kondabalu, yeah. or I, 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 I fuck up his name, but he's a great comedian. Good comedian and right. working on that Castlevania TV mm. series, apparently. Which is, yeah. Which is Wa- apparently yeah. pretty good. Watch Castlevania. If y'all haven't seen that shit on Netflix, watch the first season, which is four episodes long. Very quick watch. And the season two just dropped. So, yeah. And then go get My Hero Academia uh, Justice. That shit is fucking awesome. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that shit's, that shit's nasty. I love it. You got it? No, I just played it. I played it though. You played a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, I played a little you, bit. I, I thought you were all excited to get it. I am, but I'm. Uh, I I I just don't have time to play it right now. Right. So I'll I'll get it. I can't even watch my shows. I can't, exactly. I can't understand how you play a video game. I mean, I'll get it, but I got to find some time to play it. And so maybe that's during the Christmas New Year's break. I don't know. Yeah. But I've only like watched three episodes of Daredevil, and it's so good. I just season wanna... three. Oh, uh, oh, fuck! It is so good. I just want to watch it all. the I time. I can't wait for you to get done so we can geek out about yeah. it. Oh, so fucking good. Wilson Fisk. Did mm. he did he do the Love is a Cage speech yet? I haven't seen it yet. It'll break your heart. Yeah. He's in the back of a car being transported, and he does this great speech about how love is a prison, and it it will just break your heart. Ah, so good. And you'll say he's one of the best Marvel villains. 
Oh, for sure. I thought that's the first season. Put him in a goddamn. Mm. Put him in that goddamn Spider-Man movie. That's I, I was saying. Man, you know? Could you imagine? That's what I want. Yeah. I want him to be in those movies. I want him to with show the, up. I, I with the rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I wish like, you know, now that Iron Fist is done, Luke Luke Cage is done. Which, by the way, I heard that episode. Y'all, that was that was. That was funny. That, that made me laugh. Does, does Jay know? Does Jay know? No, and I was like, I was on a plane. I already knew, but like, I was drinking heavily when I heard oh, it. I was good. like, motherfucker. But yeah, like, it, they need something to do with those guys now that they're no longer really a part of it. They'll they'll be around, is what I was told. Yeah, they'll be around. The, I feel like I feel the, like they'll know, show up in Daredevil or something. They probably will. Yeah, or Jessica Jones. Yeah, because you know. they need like that. To me, it's just <laughs> fucked up to just like say, yeah, you're done. I mean, I, I get both, and and that's the thing is both seasons ended on such a uh-huh. high note. I, Iron Fist so promising. I'm like they they're doing they it. Did they it, finally right. did it. You know. Yeah, I was like, all right, fuck yeah, let's do it. I'm sorry. Canceled. I know you, I know I know you guys already talked about this in the episode, but. You know, anyway, but yeah, give uh, give Vincent D'Onofrio a place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Do you it, do it, just yeah. do it. Bring the Kingpin in, man. It needs to happen. Who's yeah? Showing up in Spider Man's movie oh, or something that like that. That perfect. that would be perfect. I mean, if if you're gonna put it this way, if you're gonna do a Sinister Six type vibe, who better than the organize that shit? Exactly. You know what I mean? To to just like yeah, I can't whoop this motherfucker's ass. So hey, six of y'all. Here's some money. Well, you learn in season three. You will learn this, mm-hmm. that he is absolutely, probably the smartest Marvel villain. Yeah. Hmm. That's th- how it is in the comics. The thing that he pulls off, and you'll see it. If you, you haven't watched it yet, yet. You'll, you'll find he is the smartest of the Marvel villains. Absolutely. Even in, what, what's his name? Baron Zemo? Even well, I mean, Zemo was smart because Zemo was smart and he, he won. won. He, he won. won. I put him on that level. Then. Yeah. Okay. I put it on that level because that, that's that's why Civil War is one of my favorite because Zemo technically won. He did. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we uh, head back to the episode? Um, um, I just want to give a shout out to some Geek Show fans while I was on the road. Uh, I had some great road gigs in uh, Spokane, Sacramento, Denver, and Tempe, Arizona. And I just got to say, when Tempe, y'all held it down. <laughs> uh, shout out to Tyrell, uh, who, who came and represented Geek Show. There's some other fans that had uh, both Geek Show uh, t-shirts on and, and my podcast t-shirts on. So it was just it was just nice to see folks come out and you know get those Geek Show says hey's. I got one in Spokane. Oh, cool! I got him in every city, and so it was just like. And then shout out to Dahlia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just taking care, just. Taking care of you. So that, I appreciate it. That's it. All right. And uh, Jay is on the road. Yeah. Uh, in the future. I'll just tell everybody, keep watching. If you're a Geek Show fan that's not in Salt Lake City. Uh, Jay, yeah. is, Jay is probably coming to you. Yeah. Uh, actually, fuck. I can say this now. November 12th, I'm heading to Portland. Uh, no, um, I'll be at Helium uh, Comedy Club on that night. Uh, for the dry bar tour, and then November thirteenth, I'll be back in Sacramento. So yeah, it's it's yeah. Th- there's <laughs> and there's a lot more dates go- showing up. I know I know the dates unofficially, but once we lock them down, we twenty nineteen is going to be a busy. Uh, it's going to be a busy year. Busy so. year for Jay Whitaker. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm just, I, mean, I, I want people to know that now. 
So when they listen to the show, they, what, what did you guys fire Jay or something? No, it's because he's out doing what he has always wanted to I'm do. Spreading you know? the gospel. Yeah, I rocked I rocked the Geek Show shirts on the road too. Thank hey, you. matter of fact, just follow. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Get my Instagram up. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, All right. Thank you. I just love it. All right. Let's get back to the uh, episode. The episode entitled uh, uh, "Working Out with Squee." And <laughs> donkey dog dog. <laughs> After a minute here. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of November 2018. Let's see what we got going here. Green Lantern by Grant Morrison. In the debut issue of this new series, Hal Jordan encounters an alien hiding in plain sight and sets off a chain of events that rocks the Green Lantern Corps and quite possibly the multiverse at large to its very core. There's an intergalactic conspiracy afoot as well as a traitor in the Green Lantern Corps. Will Hal Jordan be able to solve the mystery before it's too late? Firefly. Captain Malcolm Reynolds, a defeated soldier who opposed the unification of the planets by the totalitarian government alliance, will undertake any job, legal or not, to stay afloat and keep his crew fed. Find out how his story began as Boom Studios delves into Mal's past, how he met his first maid Zoe, and the real truth about the War of the Unification, the intergalactic civil war that divided friend and family alike, focusing on family, loyalty, identity, and the price of redemption. Uncanny X-Men, the X-Men are back with a new series again. The new ongoing series kicks off with a 10-part weekly epic. The flagship X-Men series that started it all is back and better than ever. Starting with the mysterious and tragic disappearance, the X-Men are drawn into what might be the doom of the mutant race as we know it. X-Men disassembled. And on Kickstarter now, Rowdy Recall. Rowdy Recall is an exciting memory game that is fun for the whole family, simple and easy to learn. Rowdy Recall features fabulous restored artwork from the golden age of comics. Live on Kickstarter now, it's Rowdy Recall. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. If you're a gamer, you know... Love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon. You'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. They got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Die Hard Dice and Gravity Dice. And they carry more dice than anybody. And these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, there are more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. And tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Ugh. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. It's Cabin Fever. Hey, during the month of November, why not grab a thank you card if you're going to a family or friends for Thanksgiving dinner? November's also a great month to send someone a quick surprise note to say thank you for their support, love, and kindness. 
Located in the heart of Charlie Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Let's all pitch in and make it a thank you month. Thank you for being a fellow geek. Thank you for all the laughs. Cabin Fever has an array of ways to say thank you during this month, from hilarious blank cards, sincere and heartfelt thank yous, to Thanksgiving-specific cards meant to thank the person who makes all that great holiday food. By the way, Cabin Fever thanks you, fellow meeks, geeks, and freaks. You make their days pleasant, and you're just so gosh darn likable. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Make sure you tell them Geek Show says, hey, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, my workout buddy slc at icloud.com one session is twenty dollars if you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time there is a ten dollar cancellation fee and why is that that's motivation and accountability and if you tell sue geek show says hey you'll get half off of your first session my workout buddy slc and we're back yeah we are yeah we are we have arrived ah my wife made African peanut stew. Oh, my God. It was, it was so amazing. Good. Oh, so good. Bad time to realize I have a peanut allergy, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ate 7,000 pounds of it. We reenacted that Pulp Fiction scene. Oh, I, I, oh, love, I love when your wife cooks because uh, she always makes a, a, a separate vegan version for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she overestimates how much I can eat. But she doesn't want to keep any of it. So it's like... I just ate so much stew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, I'm glad you so ate it all. Good. I so ate it all because right I knew it was going to come home with me if I didn't. <laughs> so and I was like, I'm going to eat all this stew, and I'm not going to feel bad about it because it's mm, delicious. That's what it was, was so made did you, for did you. Did you tell I'd had some drinks when you texted me last night? Uh, oh, did I text you last yeah, night? Yeah, like, <laughs> you were like, oh, so you had so some Carrie had a few. I had a few. He goes, do you have a peanut allergy? And I text back, fuck no, I'll fuck up a peanut, son. <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs> Great. And then he doesn't reply to your joke. <sighs> Sounds like he passed out. I think Carrie's just had enough years of Shannon's bullshit. <laughs> God. Sorry, I'm writing, I'll fuck up a peanut, son. Yeah. <laughs> just writing that down. I'll um, fuck up a peanut, son. Okay. I, I never know if these are things, so that's why I ask you guys. Okay. Because <laughs> it's books. Oh, I like books. What's books. a book? What? Yeah, exactly. You said to we're ask questions not, if I was confused. We're not, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to read those. Wheel of Time, 
Oh yeah, yeah Robert yeah, Jordan. Yeah, Robert Jordan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thirteen All of book us. series. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Sanderson had to finish it, right? Right, because because yeah. uh, Jordan took so fucking long writing his books that he died. Yeah, oh, George R. R. Martin, yeah. take yep. take note. Uh, they, yeah, George is probably talking to Sanderson right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sanderson's great. He lives here, doesn't he? Sanderson's good. I I, I caught his Mormonism halfway through Mistborn, but uh, I realized that that didn't stop him from writing a good book. Yeah, um, but it's still like influ- Like it's kind of like Orson Scott Card. You can catch the whiff of yeah. it. Yeah, like what is he's, that? Smell? He's a lot more in light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I thought the Mistborn books were a ton of fun. Brandon Sanderson's a millennial Mormon, so he's yeah. doing a little bit better than his predecessors. He's like Tony. Yeah. Cool, cool hip Mormon. Cool yeah, I was a huge Mormon. fan of The Wheel of Time, so what's the uh, what's the news? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell us about the book. Uh, TV series. Yeah. Oh, Rand, Rand Al Thor and his, I'm surprised and his buddy Matt. This Only on. boys can cast magic. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, let's see, a 14, it was 14 novels? Wow. Okay. Yeah. They're it's big a hefty thing, too. yeah. And people who love it love it, and then nobody's heard of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. really no in between. Like, obviously, Lee I and I get are... into it. I read the first book. And yeah. Oh, you got to get. You have to get I to see the, a lot of nerd rage about you this. You have to get to the battle of Do My Wells, and that's when it when it truly explodes. It's going to be hard with the gender politics of this book, but it makes sense in a, like a high fantasy. I'm not mad. Oh, no. because it, it, yeah. Here's the synopsis. It's a series set in a world where magic exists, but only women can use it. Hello, a Hello. woman named Mor Morianne embarks on a dangerous journey with a group of young people believing one of them to be the reincarnation of a powerful person who the could dragon reborn who could bring about the salvation or destruction wah, wah. of humanity well he can bring about the salvation or destruction of humanity because the dragon goes insane uh, his power becomes so mm. all-encompassing that he starts to lose his grasp on reality right. and because he has no grasp on reality he can actually undo reality so men can't be trusted with power is yeah, what really men the don't, end goal men don't have the, oh. I mean I'm, I don't disagree no men don't have the psych- <laughs> they don't have the psychological uh, capacity yeah. you're, you're saying they're too emotional yeah <laughs> too shrill Honestly, perhaps I don't know why we <laughs> would give that's bullshit the- <laughs> <laughs> I like beer <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm drinking a beer right now. This is working out with Squee. I wish Squee was here. Where's Squee? Oh, Did you see the. Uh, I the... like beer! I want to just make love to Squee. Alright, uh, what? Did you see the Saturday Night Live skit of that? Yeah. Where he's just like guzzling water. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon. Thirsty man. Thirsty man. Oh, oh my god. Like beer. Working out Thank with you for squee. that, Shannon. Working out with PJ and Squee. PJ and Squee! <laughs> yeah, so that's basically. I like, to, I like to work out. The character of Randall Thorne. Oh, the whole time. Play this, my fucking calendar from <laughs> when I was a kid. Right? Fuck you, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, well. I like beer! <laughs> <laughs> I just an- that just answered my question. Yeah, I guess this series is going to be a problem, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it nah. is. No, that'll, that'll be fine. That'll the, be fine. <laughs> the, <laughs> the internet will be fine with well, this. Where, where the oh, where no. the story? I mean, I, I can see, I can see a bunch of, uh, I can see a bunch of whiny fanboys losing their minds because uh, that didn't read the books, losing their minds because yeah. uh, Rand decides that he's going to train other men in how to use magic. And so, and that's not legal. It's not legal. Yeah, you'll be you'll be killed for doing that. And so he's he's going to tra- train these other people that have that that latent magic ability. And so that that starts a war because they don't have the they're not stable. They're they're actually not stable at all. And that's, yeah. that's actually what the story's about. You know, I so. like casting spells. <laughs> <laughs> what can I cast spells? So I can see I can see whiny fanboys that didn't read the books getting yeah. up in arms about it it's a scary o- time right now have you yeah. ever have you ever cast <laughs> a spell senator <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never. Huh? 
<laughs> Devil's Devil's turned squee into a, a newt one time. It's great. Oh, but he got better. Drink some beer. Yeah, what? Like Drink some beer. Did some spells. Yeah, what is what is uh, what is Devil's Triangle? That's right. <laughs> oh, that's an incantation. You put your three fingers together like you this. You, you, you draw it and it keeps the devils away <laughs> from your beer. And squee. You put your beer in the middle. <laughs> Demons can't get you and squeeze beer. Oh <laughs> God, that's true. It's yep. I saw that on an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I did <laughs> that exact definition. You ever summon a demon, <laughs> Senator? <laughs> All kids do it. <laughs> Drinking <Right>. beer. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, Amazon is yeah. where you'll see that show. Cool. There you go. If we so they're to. they're like the go to place for high fantasy now. They're doing Lord of the Rings. Now they're doing Wheel of Time. Oh yeah, oh. And they did the Philip K. Dick anthology show, which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. And they just got the rights for uh, the Expanse, which Bezos wanted yeah. from the beginning anyway. And the Tick. And the Tick. <laughs> and the Tick show is a lot better than people are giving it credit. The for. Expanse is already out, isn't it? The, exp- the first three seasons yeah. of the Expanse are out. I've heard it's and pretty good. It's so good. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, have to watch it. Lee loves it. Yeah. I I like the books a ton. Yeah, and so I when, like the books too. When so. the series hit, and I was like, oh my god, they actually nailed it. Yeah. So I'm think, excited. Think of this: the audiobook of the first Expanse book is 22 hours long, and there's 18 hours that covers that book. Oh, cool! All, all the way down to them stealing the Mormon. Settlement ship. Yes, yeah. it's gonna be so good. <laughs> I like books. <laughs> Damn it, Shannon. Uh, okay, so there's that. Um, Netflix has all the money. Has every money. But uh, they're uh, they're getting ready to do something. Uh, they're going to make it so that some of these shows that that they do will be uh, you choose the ending. Like choose your own adventure. Like choose your, yeah. books. Exactly. Uh, and so what had happened is the oh. like an episode of Black Mirror, <gasps> you know, it'll pop up. I'm here. It'll Present. pop up a thing, and it'll say, uh, you know, click on this side if you want the person to make the phone call, or click on this side if you want the person to not make the phone That's call. That's a what? video game. I'm, I'm guessing this will have to be for like one-off shows, it's a like lazy Black video. Mirror, because I can't imagine the mm-hmm. logistics of trying to do that with an ongoing. They're trying series. to get repeat views. I know. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... No, they're trying to get repeat views. That's exactly what it is. Oh, my God. You'll go through to watch it again and do the the other option. Could you imagine if they bought, like, the Fresh Prince of (laughs) Bel-Air? And they were like, (laughs) do you want to play basketball with your buddies? (laughs) Does he move? No. To get shot. Would you like to play b-ball outside the school? Does his uncle open the door? No. Show's over. Show's over. So yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna experiment with this on Black Mirror on the new season. So they're considering oh, oh. this with other series because I I saw that they were doing it with Black Mirror, but again, it would have yeah. to be like anthology shows. I can't imagine like the logistics of trying to do that with an ongoing and not make the right. changes completely superficial. Even so like, then, that's a good idea though with Black Mirror because you can yeah. Like, which ending would make me not want to kill myself this time? Well, <laughs> yeah. As sad as as sad as the Luke Cage cancellation <clears throat> makes me, uh, some of the stuff that Netflix has been doing lately is really awesome. Like they yeah. they had a uh, the people that did Lav- uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. They did a new show called The Dragon Prince, which is just an amazing fantasy. It's really super well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if representation is important to you, uh, the show actually has. Uh, a, a deaf character um, oh. who is a, a major, major ass kicker in the storyline, mm-hmm. like literally a general of an army. And cool. uh, it's it's just a neat, neat show. It's a lot of fun to watch. And I was like, okay, cool. This was just made for Netflix. That's Aren't they doing She-Ra too? 
Mayushira? I, they are. It's, yeah. it's, is, is it Netflix? Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it is Netflix. It's it? uh, Netflix or... DreamWorks. DreamWorks something. Netflix. I've seen the trailer, It though. has a Netflix, Netflix brand on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then it... Yeah. yeah. Well, I know that it's produced by DreamWorks, I think. Right. And then it's and they, on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, it is Netflix. Yeah. Cool. I, I just I, keep I, thinking about yeah. all the arguments that that's going to cause. She looks like a little boy. Well, it's already. Yeah. They dropped the trailer about two, three weeks ago, but it's already... I mean, you see that stuff, don't oh, you? Oh, well, of course a, I do. I mean, yeah. I meant with the choose your own adventure. She-Ra. Who fucking cares? Yeah. It's for kids. So, so for Shira, the girl who is heading that is named Noelle Stevenson, and she's yeah. one of those Lumber creators James. that I have like a really personal connection to because I followed her from a fan artist doing Avenger, funny Avengers t- fan art on Tumblr to suddenly doing her own show, and I'm like really proud of her. Like <laughs> a success story. Yeah, isn't, it's, isn't it Rebecca is. Rebecca Sugar involved too. I can't remember. Okay, there's just there's really good talent involved, with and the like show. and and Netflix animation stuff is really good. One of the things I got to do at New York Comic Con was talk to the creative team behind the next Tales of Arcadia show, Three Below, which includes Del Toro and Diego Luna. And really, yeah. And the first episode of that was also really really cute as somebody who hasn't seen Troll Hunters yet. Troll and Hunters that's is a, so good. That's what I've heard, and yeah. it's, it's on again. It's on my list of shows I need to watch, and that one's just got a Hispanic male in it. You know, again, representation and. In kids' shows, so, so important. Noelle Stevenson uh, was one of the creative forces behind Lumberjanes, which is a comic yes. book that if you if you have uh, teenage kids, yeah. especially if you have a teenage daughter, that comic book will uh, it'll get them in the comics. It will. So get her in the uh, comics. Yeah. Her one-off, uh, uh, Nimona, I believe it's named. Nimona's is. fantastic. Yeah. Yep. She's yeah. just fantastic overall. Yeah. I love her. Great, great art and just characters with a ton of heart. And, uh, you know, if you've... I, I loved how Lumberjanes handled a, a gay character. Yeah. You know how they handled a gay character? Eh. She's a gay character. Here's my friend. Yeah. She's gay. Yeah. Boom. There That's you go. There I got to a. interview Shannon Waters, the other writer for Lumberjanes, the day mm-hmm. before they won the Eisner. Nice. Oh, they, she was so sweet. Such yeah. a, they're such a cute creative team. I can't wait for She-Ra. Yep, me uh, yeah. I, it looks great. Well, it really does. My wife is the one that really can't wait. She's So I'm excited by proxy. <laughs> well, it's it's not it's, see nerds guess what you can be happy when other people are happy you can get joy out of watching other people get joy out well, of we stuff st- god damn it I like He-Man <laughs> we, we started we started seeing what they can I really like do bear. though because <clears throat> Netflix when Netflix launched Voltron and, yeah. and did a relaunch of that it's actually pretty good stuff and, again it's on the list you know people people <laughs> like me who grew up on Robotech I'm like maybe they could go back to that now that the people that are hogging the rights are all fired from the rights <laughs> Uh, let's see, and uh, Supergirl, of course. Mm-hmm. Have, are, are you watching? I'm okay, not. I am. I'm not current. Me neither. I am. I'm watching it. I like it. It's pretty good. It's she's actually, I, li- I she's like the- Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's the real deal. She is. Uh, but uh, we've had uh, Lena Luthor. Mm-hmm. It's been on the show. Uh, Lillian Luthor. Oh, Lillian. It's on the show. They're going to bring in Lex. Fuck about he's, time. He's wrong. it. What? Have they announced casting yet? They've not announced no, casting so. yet. No. So it's not going to be Kevin Spacey. It's fine. No. It's, it's Michael Rosenblum. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> they're they're saying that not only is Lex going to be on the show, but he's he's going to be pretty much a regular on the show. Interesting. I wonder who well, they're going to cast. What? So, that's he's what already cast. The Supergirl show has always basically been an, in a gender inverted Superman show mm-hmm. from yeah, day right. one. Yeah. All right. So it's really not that surprising. Uh, he let's see now. Lex has been mentioned on the show. I remember yeah, he's, he's been mentioned. He's, he's been in, in prison the whole time. He's in jail, and I think that he tried an assassination when they changed the name from Lex Corp to L Corp. He was something. he did something as I recall. That was for retaliate s- from jail so long ago. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's uh, they have not announced casting yet, but 
he's going to be on the show. So I, I thought you might like to hear that. I read they're toying with making a Superman show for CW. That's been debunked. Has that oh, been debunked? It's been debunked Fuck. twice. Yeah. I like Superman. <laughs> well, did you see the picture that Stephen Amell showed from the Elseworlds set of Tyler Hecklin in the black, black Superman suit? Yeah. And of course, fucking... God, I fucking... What is wrong? And I know it's not the people listening to this show. No, because nobody listening to this show would be an ass, right. an ass monkey. It's like, gee, they're like, oh, that looks stupid. And I'm just like, fuck off. I really like him as Superman. I do He's too. A great Superman. As, as somebody who was closet watching Teen Wolf back in the day, <laughs> I'm really happy to see him succeeding. And he really does make such because he's one of those people that's just got a very joyful face. So it's like, yeah, yeah he's he, Superman. He would, yeah. I just like like when he was on it. It's like, oh, that Superman's happy. Yeah, that's what he's mm-hmm. supposed to be. Happy, happy, happy. Cheer, yep. cheery, not dark and brooding. No, I'm excited for the Elseworlds it's, crossover. It's, it's, is Cavill? Fired or what? What's going on? He has uh, been released from being Superman. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> nobody is really shit. saying one way or another. I mean, he's got The Witcher now. He's on The Witcher yeah, series. Yeah, he's on the TV yeah. series. And is he Geralt or? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. I'm okay. <laughs> that's pretty much been the reaction across the board. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I there's mean, no way Affleck's going to be Batman again. Oh I no, I, we really I don't know what's going. He does yeah. too yeah. much yeah. cocaine. Stuff. They can't. He can't work ever. <laughs> He's apparently well, a huge mess. He would he would be uh, it would be expensive to insure him. Yeah, that's yeah for absolutely. Sure. Well, he didn't even make it to Comic Con, right? Yeah. No, he yeah. was in he was in rehab. He had yeah. gone back to rehab. At so time. I have this great idea, right? Uh, He's Lindsay so Lohan now. DC yeah. seems to do really good TV. <laughs> well, you're saying that, right? So uh, maybe you've mentioned that a time Stick or two. Put it on TV, right? Yeah. I mean, that could be cool. Yeah, <laughs> like they have a streaming service, right? What if they decided they were going to do Teen Titans? Didn't they have like huge hits with like the Teen draw, like the small? Like wasn't Smallville like really big? Yeah, Smallville yeah. was some humongous for years. For some yeah. It was like the OC, but with superpowers. Yep. Like, my, that like, show. Yeah. and that's why Arrow is stuck on the formula that it's stuck on because it, yeah. they, it came up on my time hop the other day. Oh, not a fan. Where uh, <laughs> I posted, out, I just watched an episode of Smallville. I'm so fucking mad at Carrie Jackson. Right <laughs> I I really liked the guy that played Lex Luthor. I thought he was good. Michael it's Rosenbaum's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and yeah. I think he should come back as Lex. Sure, I think so Supergirl. too. Oh. He wants to. I read. Oh, yeah, like, I I mean, do he it. did the voice of the Flash in the Justice oh, League that's cartoon. Cool. They need to just say like all the DC stuff, all of it, TV and movies included, all take place within the same universe. They're just all different Earths. Well, they've got the public to accept it. You know, well, we that's got what they're doing on the. That's what they're the doing. TV. On, yeah, exactly. So why not just go f- whole? Well, that's what I just do already. In my own head. Well, but yeah. they but they don't on the TV. Black Lightning is in a different universe, right. and Supergirl is in a different right. universe. Well, yeah, but that's the multiverse. But that's okay because it's yeah. DC. That's what they do. <laughs> it's fine. We can get. We, they got the, the this. This is the world we live in now, guys. DC got the public, the general public, to accept the concept of the multi the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Why not go whole hog with it? Why not say, just say that you know the TV and the movie universes are different alternate Earths that. Mm-hmm. And could they could do it super simple someday. in the Flash movie because if the Flash yeah. is jumping through dimensions, show the show like, hey, the show TV the D- do a five minute cameo of everybody yeah. who's on the DC sh- the DC TV. I, it could just be shows. two hours of that, and fans would shit all over themselves. I for think it, the so. I think the thing the, what's going to change it all will be the the Batwoman part of the multiverse bit because Ruby Rose she's not gay enough she's too gay (laughs) (laughs) she's she's gay enough for me I just want to know if the question's going to be in it that's all Um, oh god no Renee is supposed to be in the Birds of Prey movie Renee Montoya 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the Birds of Prey movie. Right, I just, which... He, they, they, did, they did a bit with him on the Justice League cartoon that is still my favorite thing on anything ever. Oh, yeah? They try to they try to summon him to the Watchtower, and he won't answer the summons because he broke into a 31 Flavors to see if there were, in fact, 31 Flavors. Listen. He's got he's got the tasting spoon. He's standing there over this huge vat of him, and he goes, hmm, indeed, there are 31. Yeah. <laughs> These are important <laughs> questions. Uh, CW pissed me off this week. Why? They really? had a special... Uh, about John Constantine. Yeah. And it is like, and what, you know, he's going to host their, his animated movie. Yeah. Right? City of Demons. And so I was watching, and I was like, it was good, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they're coming on and talking about Legends of uh, mm-hmm. Tomorrow. <laughs> they showed like, <laughs> they showed all but like a half hour of that goddamn movie. They just stopped. And I was like, motherfuckers, I'm going to have to go <laughs> buy this shit now. And they, I heard and it's really good. And they told you to get the rest of it, you have to go and get the they app. They didn't even fucking say they that. They were just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the app's pretty good. That's what I, 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 I I've got it. You got it? <laughs> I like it. I mean, yeah. then it worked. Shannon's a living walking proof here. So, so no, like I said, I watched. So I watched Titans. And then I made Jen watch it with me. <laughs> and I told her she doesn't have to watch anymore. <laughs> but then I made her watch. This was the worst. I made her watch uh, the first episode of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, which is amazing. She was like, she was like cool. Is that the she was like a cool one? 90s girl. Is that the Catwoman one? Is the first episode no, of the No, it's Man Bat. Oh, that's... <laughs> is it right? really? Yeah, the, and that's yeah, why I, I, I don't think I've ever watched I, that show oh in order. Oh my God, she got the full nerd treatment on that one. Yep. Uh, I don't think I've ever... I was just like, you don't understand how important this show was. It just really changed everything. What an important choice. We watched that together. Did you put your glasses up from your nose and go... Well, didn't the... Mr. Freeze episodes win an Emmy? Didn't I they? don't I know if they did, but they completely rebooted the character from that. Yeah, yeah. like between yeah. Harley Quinn and Victor Freeze, they, yeah. they said, "Okay, well, here's here's what we're gonna do for now." Because Mr. Freeze was really one dimensional. Yeah, and a then, completely yeah. motiveless, and yeah. then they introduced Nora, and it was yep. suddenly like this yep. whole thing. Yep. Oh, they they it, man, they went full bore on him because uh, like one of the last things you see of him is his head lifting out of his body and running away on spider legs remember that cool action figure? that was a great action figure yeah. I mean like Bad Girl was originally not that big of a deal until she became a big deal on the Adam West show I mean it it's was Yvonne Craig yeah. yeah she was she in, was like, a big deal to me she, she gave me my first erection <laughs> yeah oh I'm sure in that it's little skirt I'm not even gonna lie I'm sure yeah. it was not that yeah. big of a deal <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. I like my penis <laughs> I call it Squee. Squee. I work out with it. He's working out with Squee. Yeah. It's got nothing on Donkey Dong Dog. Oh my god. Horrifying. I love it. You just Not, can't okay. look away. Writing writing down working out with Squee. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, anything else before we uh before we go? Well, if you haven't, uh, are we out of October yet? Uh, no, this is yet. it. This is this it. This is it? Okay. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I've told you this once, twice, three times now. Uh, over the Garden Wall is the animation you need to watch before yeah. the Halloween season is over. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. It's uh, it, Especially if you have kids. Uh, if you don't, steal one and watch it. Uh, it's, it's just fun. It's Elijah Wood and uh, Christopher Lloyd. And I think it's some of the best animation that's been done. Mm. Since I was a kid, wow. so uh, where can you watch it? I think you can watch it on Hulu. Yeah, if it's not, on Hulu. If uh-huh. not, uh, there's this fantastic app that Shannon introduced me to uh, that 
what is that app called again, Shannon? I can't, I can't remember. I'm it's, drinking. Yeah, it's called <laughs> oh, just uh, the Just Watch no, it was, app. It was Jay that just introduced watch. it. Okay, okay. Yeah, Jay. Jay, Jay introduces <coughs> to Just Watch, and Just Watch actually works beautifully, beautifully well because I couldn't remember what network was playing or what streaming service was playing Doctor Who. Well, so I just went on to here on a certain age, and I just I just hit this thing. I am of a certain age, and I just hit search Doctor Who, and it told me it's on Amazon Prime. Cool. I have Amazon Prime. Oh, there you go. Done deal. So if I you just don't ever know, I didn't know about this magic. I didn't oh, either. That's funny, Why was Jay hiding this from you? That seems mean. Probably, Wasn't it him that said it? You know, or was, I don't it, know. was it or was it Jimmy? It, oh, might God. Been, it was Jimmy. Okay, so over the garden oh, wall, okay. I just put in the search. Right, he gets that. No. It's uh, okay. Let's see what it's on. Looks like it's on Hulu. Hell yeah! And you could buy it directly from Amazon. It's the only reason I got Hulu yeah. is yep. because uh, Rachel posted about it. Right, and then I got Hulu. It's good stuff. It's about a garden. Chris Isaac plays a uh, Chris Isaac plays a demonic pumpkin that that uh, that plants things in his Wait, garden. Wait, Chris Isaac like Wicked Games? As Chris in, Isaac? Yeah, he, he plays. He, well, there's there's a village over the garden wall that is completely populated by pumpkin people. That's and when I had my first boner. They have a giant yeah? a giant god named Enoch who's a giant pumpkin. Okay, and he's like. Oh, make sure you plant those seeds deep, children. So it's, children? Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, children. it's creepy. Well, my girlfriend uh, up with me. Well, then, then pull out Just Watch and look up the Chris Isaac show, since we're talking about it. The Chris Isaac Wait, show. Wait, is that is a great... Wicked Games Chris Isaac? Yeah. That music video, like I said. Because he had a half-hour sitcom. Did you know he had a show on Showtime? Yeah. I'm it so was a half-hour right sitcom on Showtime. And it was fucking hilarious. And it was funny. Okay, well, I'm going to have to look funny. it up. And he was funny. He was funny in it. You're going to see his bum. Oh, I love doing that song at karaoke because people are like, I know this. It's like a memory from long past. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not a fan of Chris Isaac, but I for am. some reason I've seen him twice. <laughs> I think he's great. In, in concert. Yeah. He was, Just don't twice. listen to him. So he, was, uh, he was really good in, in, ended uh, up there. Yeah. in the, the Hannibal Lecter movie. Yeah. It's one of the guards. That's right. It was, right. Good. It was good in the Twin Peaks movie. Dude gets around. I like that, actually. Yeah, he's like yeah. a renaissance man. He was good as the dad in Little Buddha. Yeah. He was oh. good chasing that lady in a bikini in the music video for Wicked Games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it does not appear that the Chris Isaac show is on anywhere. Much, uh, it's searching. I can find it. I can find All everything. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That's good enough. I tried. Right, right. I failed. No, Put a fucking pin on let's, let's do this. Mr. B, if you would, please. <laughs> I like ham! <laughs> I'm going to eat more ham! I'm going to eat it with squee! <laughs> and PJ. And PJ. And Donkey Dong Doug. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank uh, you, Jimmy. I just have to say, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Hudson Hawk. And it's been my email address since I was 14 years old. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to say. Were you on drugs at the time? I don't know. Uh, a lot of sugar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's coming kind of left to field. Right? <laughs> right, Jimmy. <laughs> How do we go forward from there? Oh, we can move forward. But okay. just had to mention it because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. Uh, for this film, though, is it more intimidating playing a real uh, individual compared to a fictional character, knowing that maybe friends or family might be watching it? And Well, you do feel a kind of extra responsibility that you've got to be as authentic to that person as possible. Sure. But what I found very frustrating about this is that, and I suppose liberating as well, that... Uh, all of Jack Hawk's friends died of AIDS, mm -hmm. and he died of AIDS in 1994. So there were no photographs of him. Lee Israel, in her very egocentric, um, self-obsessed memoir about their forging time together and their friendship, you know, she asks at the end of the story in the movie, "Can I write 
our story. And then in reality, in the 124 pages, Melissa had all this information that she could draw on. I got, he was 47, he was from Portland, he held up a taxi driver with a knife, went to jail for two years because he was arguing about the taxi fare, and had a short, stubby cigarette holder in order to try and not get lung cancer. And that was it. Yeah. And that he also, he also managed to scam off when she had been her character um, forging all these letters was rumbled by the FBI and she had to get Jack Hock, her friend in crime, to go and fence them um, by proxy. She, uh, she would say, you know, I think you're going to get about 800 bucks with this letter. He'd come back with 2,000. <laughs> so he obviously had a talent for schmoozing people and, you know, convincing them that they should, they should hand over their money. So he obviously had this talent. Yeah. But the other advantage in terms of authenticity and responsibility, we shot in the Julius Bar, which is behind me, um, which is the oldest gay bar in Manhattan. And so being in the place where they were and meeting people that knew Lee Israel and said what she was really like um, and going to the bookshops that weren't sets, they were the actual bookshops where these scams took place, that gives a kind of flavor and a texture to something that no set really can convey in the same way. So yeah. that was that was a gift in itself. It's a long way of answering your short question. Not sure. <laughs> Both of these characters uh, did some wild things to make a dollar. And I'm curious, what's the craziest gig you've ever done to make money? What's the craziest thing I've ever done to make money? Mm -hmm. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> that answer couldn't be more perfect. <laughs> you gave that to me. Yes, of course. <laughs> You said that you were kind of limited on the information that you were given about Jack Hawk. Was yeah. there any fact that you found the most entertaining that you found out about him? Well, you know, what I just said to you about him being able to get more money than she anticipated. Yeah. And also, having this cigarette lighter is such an <laughs> affectation that somebody, you know, trolling around New York and Greenwich Village in the early 90s using that suggests somebody to me that sees himself in a kind of loose way and his clothes were like neo-romantic clothes from the early 80s. But, you know, he was last gasp at the singles bar beyond his sell-by date. Mm -hmm. Everything was frayed at the edges and really tatty. Yeah. Um, losing his hair and you know, all that stuff. So I say losing his hair. I'm losing yeah. my hair. So I can't really... <laughs> Whereas you are absolutely follically <laughs> unchallenged by the look of it. And I'm curious, how did you initially find out about this story? Did you know about it before? No, I didn't. I'd read... I had a copy of... Um, Tallulah Bankhead by Lee Israel, the biogra biography that she'd wrote about this 1940s theatre actress in New York. Um, but I hadn't taken on board, because she was such a good writer, she subsumed herself in order to present the life of the person that she was writing about. <laughs> she wasn't a celebrity writer writing, she wasn't Norman Mailer yeah. writing about Marilyn Monroe, which then had become the vogue of you know, biographing writing, biog biographies. So I didn't know the story about this scam whatsoever, and I think it's Absolutely amazing that she she sold off 400 letters imitating <laughs> or impersonating in this act of brilliant literary ventriloquism yeah. uh, the great writers of the 20th century. Awesome. Absolute pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you for having Hawk. Okay. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to see you again. Oh, thank you. You uh, too. Uh, last time we spoke, I told you that my wife and I spoke the night before, and we still are in agreement that you are still the greatest Saturday Night Live host of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks. You guys got to get a new topic. <laughs> That's all we talk about. <laughs> uh, so for this one, I'm curious, is there a heightened level of intimidation when you take on the role of a real life, you know, real individual compared to a fictional character? Yeah, there is. There's added pressure. And especially I I grew to be so fond of Lee hmm. that I think, you know, you really want to 
to do right by her, and and there's so little information on her, and yeah. so little. I mean, footage and photos, not surprisingly, was not Lee's thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's not a lot to go off of. So I was really looking to. Luckily, two of our producers knew her quite well. Okay. And it was getting little stories out of them. It was look, looking in her writing, which is all she really ever wanted anyone to pay attention to. But mm-hmm. you certainly, as I met, you know, I met a friend of hers when we were shooting at Julius's. And, you know, my first question was, would she be happy? <laughs> which the greatest response, he said, happy wasn't really Lee's thing. <laughs> which I thought, and there you go. That yeah. was incredible. He said he would, she would have loved the attention on her work. Uh, speaking with the producers and, and friends of hers, uh, was there one fact that you found out about her that just really caught, off, caught you off guard? Well, David Yarnell, who's one of our producers, knew her for 20 years. Mm. And he's the one that kept pushing and poking and prodding to get her to even write the memoir, which she didn't want to do. <laughs> she had no interest in writing about herself. He said he tells a very funny story where basically, you know, he's like she was just a pain, a pain about it. She was very difficult, drove <laughs> me crazy. And... Uh, and then Anne, you know, well, she finally did it, which was a great thing because all of this came out of that. But uh, uh, Anne Carey, who's one of our other producers, said that they used to always go out for dinner. Mm. And when she would meet with her, Lee would already always be there early. <laughs> and it wasn't until they finished, Lee got up, left, you know, abruptly. And then Anne would get the bill and always realize there's two extra drinks. That she'd get there early, have a couple drinks, put it on her bill, and then be like, bye, thanks. <laughs> Which I just kind of thought was amazing. And Jane Curtin, who is incredible in the movie and plays my agent, when we were shooting that scene in the apartment, she said, you know, 20, 25 years ago, her and her husband were at a book party in New York, and someone came in and just kind of, like, disrupted and mumbled and grumbled (laughs) and kind of, like, wasn't making a scene, but just, like, it just disrupted things, went through the food, got a few drinks, and hit, head out. And she said, she looked around and said, who the hell was that? And they said, it's Lee Israel. So and literally we were filming that scene that nobody knew that yeah. happened to Jane. It That's was like, fantastic. it was pretty incredible. <laughs> so Lee uh, did some wild things to, to make, make a buck. She did. And I'm curious if you've ever done any wild things to, to make a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that involved the FBI, like sure. Lee. Uh, I don't think anything criminal. I did some really lame stuff. Like I tried to sell like photo packages in a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, which did not work out well. It was just like six of us sitting there with like a, a rotary phone on our lap. I shucked oysters once. Also, also didn't see, I, I didn't take off to a big oyster career. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but you know, it, it in in reading this, it's like I couldn't help think of like if the one thing you can do to support yourself and the one thing you're really talented at is taken away. Yeah. Like, what would any of us do if you have to if you have to live? And yeah. so, I mean, this came down to her survival yeah and i just kept thinking you know what would any of us do you'd do something it leads me into my last question i'm curious what would you do if you had to lead a, lead a life of crime i you know if it was protecting my family and sure. making sure my family was safe i don't i wouldn't hurt anybody else but i'd probably i'd probably bend those laws pretty <laughs> pretty hard and fast i feel like everybody else does and gets away with it so i'm like well yeah why not Hopefully I would just, you know, go get a couple of jobs and not. But, you know, maybe crime does pay. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. Yeah, you too. Nice to see you.